for the podcast and could this be the most amazing way to get yourself to purge to say goodbye to some of the stuff hanging out in your house Ooh. okay and it's time for puss talk excuse me puss and boots oh okay can yeah, you handle right. it yes yes now speaking of can you handle it to get things going how to take your friendship to the next level like us you want to be bonded for life with me? Um, <laughs> let me think about it. Could you handle it? Take a listen. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. How to take your friendship to the next level. If you want to take your friendship to the next level, be the closest, most bonded you've ever been with a friend. All you have to do is have a threesome with them. One, two, mm. three. Mm-hmm. This is according... To the chain smokers. Mm-hmm. You know the chain smokers. Hello, sir. I do love their music. The chain smokers are made up of two dudes. And the chain smokers say they're very good friends, bonded for life. Because they've done it more than once together. Oh, okay. Yep. I thought they said like they just meant they had threesomes. Together. I didn't realize it was with each other. Same hotel room. <laughs> Together. But, like they were part of the threesome. Yeah. They're like, and they all just happen naturally. Right. <laughs> so and what? they're like, you don't understand. We we feel bonded for life. We look at each other and we're like, we we have a new level of trust. Right. We we've been through it all together and we feel very bonded for life. Our friendship was taken to the next level after we uh did the old menage a trois. Was there any intimate details of the You wish. Well, I you know me. <laughs> And I always have had so many questions about threesomes. Yes. So many questions. Mm -hmm. This has come up when we've been on vacation. Yes. Like like really large like work dinner tables because it comes up. And Mm -hmm. I I have a lot of questions about threesomes. Well, also once we took our listeners, we had no idea at the time that it was a huge swingers resort. I think that's how it all started. And then my questions be... Yeah. I haven't partaken in a threesome. Remember the hot tub? Like, as of 9 p.m., we're like, what is happening in the hot oh, tub? It's a party in the hot tub. You thought they were couples during the day, and then yes. they're all with each other. Again, that was a lot of questions for me, too. Yes. But when it comes to a threesome, I I, I don't... I mean, if you and I were to partake in one... Yes. I would be so concerned not to hurt someone's feelings. <laughs> Adorable. Wouldn't you? I think, honestly, that would be very low on my list at that time. Really? Yes. In the moment, I'm not going to be like... I don't. I hope I don't hurt anyone's feelings. How would oh you hurt gosh. somebody's feelings? What like, if, like how? What if we pushed you off the bed at one point? We're like, bye, see ya. I think that's all part of it. No. Listen, I've listened no. to a lot of podcasts. No, there's rules. Yes, for each individual crew. I think you have to come up with your rules before. Like if it was like the chain smokers, and like they said that it just happened. Yeah. They weren't expecting it, especially yeah, the yeah. first one. It just happened. I didn't realize it was together. I thought they just meant like they got into three. No, seconds. together. Okay, so if we ended up in a situation yeah. where we were allowed to okay mm-hmm. be in a threesome with yes. our partners or whatever okay but it wasn't with our partner but we chose mm-hmm. a, a rando yeah okay first of all first of all very lucky man or i was gonna say or woman okay is it i don't know there's sure. another question yeah like what is that guy? i don't yeah. know 
Fair. <laughs> but there's already two women. Yeah. And that's why I was thinking a man. Exactly. So it'd probably be a man. Yeah. But what if at one point, like, I, I'm just saying, what if me and that man are all of a sudden really into each other right. in a moment? And right. you're like, dude, to do, oh, should I just file right. my nails over right. here? Am I just in the corner watching? And what if we, by out? mistake, kick you, by mistake, right. in the throes of passion, and right. you, you're lying on the floor? You don't think I should be feeling for you? I hope you're not thinking of me <laughs> in that exact moment, I'll be honest. Holly and Nira. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. Oh, yeah. It's time. It's time for Puss Talk. <laughs> Say the rest. Come on. You know. I'm talking about Puss and Boots. Puss and Boots. Okay. Love Puss and Boots. Favorite character from Shrek. All right, even over. Even though dog. you don't even like cats, ironic. Okay, whatever. It's his about- little eyes, isn't it? It's his, his little eyes. His big eyes. Yeah. yeah. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish in theaters. DreamWorks raking in the cash with this movie. Okay, they're saying okay. In its first week, it made two hundred million, the box office. Wow. And then after that, they're saying it is the studio's biggest animated film yet, best performing animation film. Wow. Works so really? Far. Yeah. Well, sorry, since the pandemic. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I feel like I could list. Okay, anyway. <laughs> anyways. Uh, anyways. Anyways, it's doing well. We kind of got into it, Holly and I, because Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, I took my daughter to watch that in the theater. My boys were gone skiing. I wanted, she was upset. She, we, we weren't going skiing, her and I. So we decided to go to the movies. Cute. She really wanted to watch a movie. At first I was like, oh, Puss in Boots, oh. see, like by itself as a movie. Dude, this movie is so good. Okay. <laughs> Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, massive reality-based children animated movie. So many lessons in this movie when it comes to love, life, Respect, acceptance, gratitude, death. Okay, your daughter is six? Five. Five. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm glad you liked the movie. What did she think of it? Because <laughs> I was warned. Yeah. I was warned, do not take your kids to this movie. Yeah, you're probably warned because of death, also known as the big bad wolf. Everyone thinks they'll be the one to defeat me. But no one's escaped me yet. Oh, my God. Okay, so at first you're like, okay, you get introduced to the Big Bad Wolf. The Big Bad Wolf is actually a very scary story, if you look at it from Red Riding Hood, right? Oh, dude, terrifying. Very scary, very Dressed scary. Dressed as her grandma, that and is also warped. The three little pigs, you know, <laughs> has the reputation already. But, yeah, in this movie, the Big Bad Wolf is really scary, actually. And that music comes up every time you see the Big Bad Wolf mm. in the movie. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, oh, and poor Puss in Boots. And I asked my daughter, her name's Jay, I asked her, I'm like, Did you, are you okay throughout the movie? She's like, yeah. I'm like, do you like this movie? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I really like this movie. She's like, I really like this movie too. We got out, she was fine, no issues, nothing. Really, no nightmares. No. Hasn't not, brought it up since. Knock on wood. Hasn't asked like, when's a big bad wolf coming to get me, no. mommy? No. Nothing like that. No, and I'm, I'm bringing all this up because you were making me feel like a massive parent fail for taking my <laughs> daughter because I was like, oh, I took my kid. You're like, no, I've been told you do not take your kids to this movie. I'm like, who's watching this movie then? Because it is raking in the money and it's parents taking their children. And it's like I said, 
said, really good lessons in the movie. Which I'm in for. Yeah. I show my kids all the stuff about death and dying in life cycles. And I'm like, this is not good. Like, I've cried in movies with my kids before. And we've mm-hmm. had, like, a conversation. Like, remember we were just talking about that Upward yeah. movie? Yeah. About the two brothers? Yeah. And their dad dies. And they, okay. I mean, come on. There's so many. But, yeah. So, this one is a little bit more frightening. Has some pretty scary scenes in it for an animated movie. Mm. But my five-year-old was fine. She's in kindergarten. Maybe the youngers do better with it than maybe the middle. I I could see maybe my others having nightmares from it. Yeah. The Big Bad Wolf. It was... I had some moments where I was like, ooh, this is kind of intense. Okay, so this is a really screwed up question because we are talking about a children's movie. Okay, this has nothing to do with children. But I know you very well, Nira. Mm -hmm. And when you get really scared, Mm -hmm. you get very turned on. Yes. Okay, were you at any point... Okay, (laughs) this is so weird. Were you at any point while watching Puss in Boots... Turned on. No, I did not get Randy. It wasn't that okay. scary. Okay, that's no. my barometer. No. So, okay. Okay. It's still a children's movie, you okay. freak. Okay. Seriously. Oh, Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Do you want to be better in general at everything? Uh, duh. Okay, you just got to do one thing. And you're going to be better at everything and be a better person. Better friend. Feel better. Look better. Better parent. If you say sleep, I will honestly come over there and murder you. Wowzy, somebody's tired. (laughs) It's not sleep. Thank Thank God for my life. (laughs) But it's going to be just as difficult. Okay. All you have to do to be better at everything in life is add a dash of mindfulness. You know I said I am better now. That's right. Mindfulness means to be present in the moment. All right. Okay, okay, okay. They've done studies. They're like, all you have to do is add mindfulness in every single thing you do, and you will be better at everything. Okay. You add mindfulness, you'll be better at everything that you do. A dash of mindfulness. A dash of it. Yeah. Mindfulness is really hard, by the way. People do meditations just to learn how to do mindfulness. People but go to like silent Buddha, Buddhist retreats for months to for try mindfulness. And, and they still come back and they're like, I can do it. Yeah. So maybe that's why they're like, a dash of it. Yes. A dash. A dash. Not a full not a full dose. So I was also going to say, like, people actually do full-on meditations, right, to learn about mindfulness. Yeah. But then... You also, before you can even learn about that, you need to learn how to properly meditate. Mm -hmm. So it's such a long process to actually really learn what mindfulness is. You got to find time to meditate. And then to learn about mindfulness. And meditation is like start 30 seconds at a time. Like it's that difficult. It's that intense. Yeah, because you have to really learn to turn your brain off. But God, people swear by it. People swear by meditation. They Mm -hmm. swear. People who are living this like zen, beautiful life are like, it's all about mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And I'm jealous. I am. Do you believe... Here's a kicker. You know, now with our smartphones, mm. apps are teaching you about mindfulness. Mm. Do you believe that that's really learning about mindfulness? If you're just sitting there with your AirPods in, learning about mindfulness, is that you being mindful? I, I mean, I think it's better than nothing. Like but, last night I listened yeah. to a meditation uh-huh. as I felt. Thanks, thanks, Post Malone. Uh-huh. Jack Harlow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I listened to a meditation as it fell asleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I feel okay. No, that's great. I mean, it helped you fall asleep. That's amazing. That's good. But in true proper form yeah. of mindfulness and meditation, if you really talk to the monks and the gurus and the pundits that this is like 5,000 years, 6,000 years old. Yeah. If they knew that this is what we thought, they would, they would lose their minds. Wait, you're telling me that like 
Buddha didn't use the Calm app. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, yes. right? So apparently, we are our own demise. We will become a lot more mindful in things if you put your phone away. Yeah. Honestly, I know it sounds ridiculous. No, you want to be right. better? You you said it's about adding a dash of mindfulness. Yeah, to everything. You will add a dash of mindfulness to everything if you spend less time on your smartphone. Even just having the capacity to be like, you know, I can put my phone away. Yeah, is mindfulness. Hmm. Did you know that? No. Yes. I've been counting on apps. I know, but you are addicted to your phone. Yeah. Like, it's all, like honestly, like, I think it comes with your left hand. Or is it your right? It's, it's a part of me. <laughs> Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Could this be honestly the most amazing way to get yourself to purge? To say goodbye to your things. Because it's not that you don't love your things. It's just that you might have a little relationship with them and it's hard to say goodbye to them. Because Brian Cranston, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and you know Brian Cranston. Love Brian Cranston, of course, Breaking Bad. He's got his season two of his new show, Your Honor. It's going to be, you know, premiering this Sunday. He's such a good actor. You love him so much. Oh okay. God. Brian Cranston, he was talking to Jimmy Kimmel, and he told Jimmy that he actually has a goodbye routine for his clothes. I have this habit where when I go through my closet, I want to say one last goodbye. For real? I do. I swear to God. To your clothes? And I do. <laughs> so I wear them one last time. He wears them one last time. So he doesn't just pull them out and just put them in a bag and say bye. Whether you're donating or, you know, giving them to somebody else. Whatever it may be. He actually wears the item one last time as a final goodbye. Knowing. Knowing he's wearing it for the last time. To be able to give it its last, like, like hurrah. I love this idea because then you feel like you're not just giving it away. You felt like you wore it one last time, gave it what it deserved before you donate or give to someone else. It puts a different energy on the clothing that you're giving away. Because usually for me, I pull a Brian Cranston, but not on purpose. I definitely wear it one last time. But it's the final time that I wear a piece of clothing that it's so irritating to me or it doesn't fit me properly or it makes okay. me feel like crap. Right. That's it. It's off my body uh, in an angry fashion. Uh, it's thrown on the floor. It's shoved in a bag for whoever I'm going to go and give this clothing to. Oh. It's not like, goodbye, thank you. It's like, ah, ah like Yours much. is like, bye. Oh, angry. angry bye. bye. Oh. Ugh, okay, I that. have some of those items in my closet. A very, very, very long time ago. I mean, I need to do this again. I did have like a couple of stylists who came to my home. And not only were they stylists, like they helped you get rid of stuff. Mm. Okay? What they did is they take your whole closet and they put it into piles. Like the maybe, the yes for sure, mm. the mm, uh, definitely gotta go, and then the nostalgia pile. Mm -hmm. Okay? And you're allowed... You're allowed to have a few items in your nostalgia pile that you know you're never going to wear again. But these items hold such a, an amazing, strong uh, memory, feeling mm. for you yeah. that brings you happiness that it'll hurt more when you let them go, even though you know you'll never wear them again. Right. You just want to keep them. It's because like there's this one lime green net like shirt that I have that I bought in Maui oh my God. forever ago. I will never fit into that thing again. Ever. Well, it's net, though. No, it's like, yeah. Does it stretch? No, it's like a totally different, like, I don't even know, like, like it's a net. Mesh? See, 
mesh? No, it's not even a mesh. I don't know. It's like a fishing net style shirt. <laughs> okay. Lime green fishing net yes, shirt. Yes. And you kind of wear it over your bikini tops and stuff. Okay. You know, like I wear little jean cutoffs. And I just remember the memories that I have of buying that in Hawaii and Maui just on a, my first girl's trip. What I did, the things I saw. Mm. The way I danced, everything. The men. The My men. God, the men. I don't know, just there's so much memory <laughs> attachment to this shirt. Listen, I'll be honest. I see no reason why you can't rock <laughs> the lime green fishnet shirt with the cutoff, the shorts and the bikini. Do it, girl. <laughs> I don't know You look that. great. I don't know about that. You look that. great in lime green. Yeah, I, it is a good color for Fish me. Fishnet is your material. <laughs> is it? Well, see it. I thought it was velvet. <laughs> and now. A celebrity wedding just happened. Congratulations. I mean, it's kind of confusing. That's today's top biz story. And the confusion is because it has to do with Kanye West. Kanye West. Secret wedding with this mystery woman. And now everybody's like, who is this woman? He isn't just hanging around town with this mystery blonde. They are apparently married. They had a private ceremony to celebrate their love. The woman is Bianca Sensori and she worked as an architectural designer at Yeezy for a few years. Oh. Yeah, she's an architect. She is smart. Okay. Very smart, very beautiful. There's no confirmation about how old she is. There's thoughts. There's like classic mm, Kanye. Like about she's maybe approximately 28 years old. Okay. Maybe right. possibly. Uh she was brunette until very very recent where she went blonde and short. Short short blonde hair. Huh. Which is something that he was a really big influence on Kim Kardashian for and something that uh remember when he dated Amber Rose yeah, or she's so beautiful. Was that her name? Amber Rose? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Model. Yes. Shaved head. Yes. Beautiful. And, you know, when she also had the very short blonde. Hmm. He does have it. But this woman, Bianca, if you look at some of her photos, she kind of does resemble Kim Kardashian. Especially when she was long and brunette. Huh. There's definitely a resemblance, a resemblance there. Well, maybe he was like, can you dye your hair? <laughs> You're looking a bit like my ex. I don't know. I, it's just so strange. Anyhow, uh, there was a wedding ceremony, but we are hearing that there was no official marriage certificate to make hmm. this legal. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I guess, so they're not legally married. I don't know. They're I just know. like married in their minds? I guess so. Like maybe they're not doing it for the world. Maybe they're just doing it for themselves. I'm not well, really how romantic. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what happens there. <laughs> Matthew Perry says he has never been able to watch an episode of Friends because it was such a bad time in his life for him. Oh. He wants to change that, though. He's going to start watching the show, watching from the beginning to the end, because he's like, that was an incredible ride. I never enjoyed it. He was never in the moment with that show at any point. Isn't that so sad? He was such an addict. He says that when he was watching, he'd like he's like, I could see part of an episode, and he knew exactly what his substance was at that point, how much of it he was Whoa. doing. Like, that's how he based the show years. Like, he's like, I could tell by my body and all that, like, what was going on for me so at that time. So what a trigger that might be to oh watch it, God. though. I agree. Right? You could even... The, can you watch it, like, with an open mind and enjoy I mean, it? I, I don't, don't know. know. And even if you, just as a person watching, he did have the most transformations. Oh, yeah. Like, besides Rachel's hair, 
Yeah. He did. And you could tell something was off. Like, oh, pff, yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, so sad. So sad for him. Uh, actors who couldn't stand working with each other but had blockbuster films or films that just <laughs> did really well. Amazing. Okay? Now, this is classic because this is a very old school movie. Uh, I remember my parents watched it and they made me watch it when I was quite a bit older. But Kramer versus Kramer. Do you remember oh, yeah, that movie? yeah, yeah, yeah. Dustin Hoffman and Meryl Streep. Yeah. They could not stand each other. Really? Could not stand each other in real life. Weren't they getting divorced in the in, movie? Yeah. Okay, well. But that is such a good <laughs> Method movie. acting. Uh, Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn for Four Christmases. I mean, I wouldn't call that a blockbuster film, no. but did very well for like a Christmas My movie. My movie sucks. I did not like it. Hated it. Okay, I did not like it. You change okay. your change your words. <laughs> I really, really, really didn't like it. Okay, didn't like it. And also this one, mind-blowing, Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling. For no. the Yes, for the notebook. I want all of you forever. You and me every day. <laughs> what? Yeah, but then they ended up dating afterwards. So you know that was like tension hating. Oh, I love that. Right? That's like how you and I started, Nira. Right, tension. Tension hating. Listen, yes. I'll never work with her. I don't like her. Right. And now we're in love. Oh, now we're totally beyond. <laughs> Can't even keep us apart. Can't handle it. Okay, and there's also a list out of the best guilty pleasure movies. Guilty pleasure movies, okay? This is the top three. You're watching it just because the movies make you feel good and we okay. know it's nothing else. Love oh, these. Overboard. Goldie oh, Hawn. my God. One of my absolute favorites. Kurt Russell. Okay, Overboard. Top five. Uh, Point Break also. Oh, so Okay, good. Keanu Reeves. Patrick Swayze. R.I.P. And Twilight. Oh, How old are you? <laughs> 17. How long have you been 17? A while. Admit it. Which one? The first one? The first one. Yeah. The first one. Oh, you it's just, so good. It's so bad. It's good, but it's so good. It's bad. You don't even want to admit it's it. It's hilarious. I know. It's so good. I'm Nira, and that's The Biz. You can always catch up on more Biz Stories on the iHeartRadio app. Holly and Nira with another special guest. 94.5 Virgin Radio. We are using our platform as an ally to the BIPOC community, something that we pledged a couple of years ago. We're super proud of it here on Holly and Nira. And today is Black Shirt Day, and we have a very special guest talking to us. Joining us in studio this morning is Steve September, who is the chairperson and executive director from ARC Vancouver. ARC stands for the Anti-Racism Coalition. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Thank you so much for coming in. Oh, um, it's a pleasure being here. Aww. We're very excited to have you. And right off the bat, can you please help us understand and know what ARC Vancouver is, what it stands for, the Anti-Racism Coalition? Anti-Racism Coalition of Vancouver is exactly those words. It's an anti-racism group or anti-racist group, which works with a lot of other different organizations. That's why we call it coalition. Not a movement, not an organization. It's a call for unity. It's amazing. Where are you from? I was born in South Africa. So for me, it is um, just carrying on the anti-racist work because in South Africa... It was legalized racism, like on the books, like within the law. You can only go certain places, and you have to have a document to go certain places. Oh, my goodness. You've seen a lot. You've talked to people who have seen a lot, been through a lot as well. Steve, how important is it for people to understand the history and the actual real truths about racism? It is vital because if you don't know the history, you know, you hear things from different people and it's some it's completely misinformation. Of course, there was slavery, but it was a different type of, of slavery. It wasn't based on the color of one's skin. And the reason why basically we, uh, we decided to launch our educational program because our members said 
asked their children, well, what do you learn in, at Black History Month? And they said, slavery. Okay, slavery. Well, okay, well, and what else? No, just slavery. That it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's wrong. And it's and wrong. We don't do it anymore. But guess what? Black history is not slavery. Mm. White history is slavery. Ooh. White did it to the black people. Oh, that's a really interesting yeah, way of saying that, it. That really hit. Yeah. It, it that is, is not is, black history. Yeah, that's right. Black history goes back. Black so history far. is beautiful. Black history and, has. Exactly. Like, yes. It's absolute brilliance. We have Steve September here with us today for Black Shirt Day, chairperson and executive director of ARC, Anti Racism Coalition. Okay, so today is Black Shirt Day. Of course, you've been talking about education, a huge part of it. The other part of it is the remembrance and an invitation to necessary conversations about racial injustice. What can we do today? Happy Black Shirt Day. Let's Happy celebrate. Black Shirt Can we say that? Is that, is that course, that's okay to say? Celebrate? We can celebrate? We, it's a celebration. Okay. And the reason why we wanted a celebration, first of all, is to celebrate the legacy of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. Right. He said, he said he can see the future, and the future is beautiful, and the future is the coming together of people. And because it's a question of unity, we want unity for everybody, including white people. Because as the, leg- as the legacies of apartheid noticed or showed us is that it took a majority of the white people to abandon apartheid. I, I really love the idea of how you said it incorporates everyone mm-hmm. when we're trying to celebrate Black Shirt Day, mm-hmm. a celebration in unity and how we need our white allies, because I'm also from the BIPOC community, uh, to abandon racism. Correct. That is the future. We need our crew to abandon correct abandon that thought processing and to help spread the word of because anti racism isn't really a thing. We just want to get rid of it altogether, don't we? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. It's a learning process. Yes, it's a learning yeah, it process. Is. And you have to be open minded. Uh, okay. So I go to speak at some schools and one of the first things I tell the children at the school, I said, White kids. You are not personally responsible for racism. You are not. But you are responsible for standing up against it. You are responsible for understanding how it came about. You are responsible for trying to learn of how the different aspects came through and how it actually is institutionalized. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that... What does it mean? Well, Black Shirt Day is today. Happy Black Shirt Day, Steve. Thank you. Thank you for coming in this morning. They have some amazing merch. Yeah. It's all about the merch. You go to blackshirtday.org. You can find ARC, the Anti-Racism Coalition, on Instagram. I follow you guys. You're great at ARCVancouver underscore. Yeah, and Steve September, Chairperson, Executive Director of the Anti-Racism Coalition, also known as ARC. Uh, thank you so much for teaching us some new stuff and actually just teaching us a different way of looking yeah. at things. And that's exactly what this is all about. So happy Black Shirt Day. Thank you. Incredible. Thanks for inviting me down. And everybody, enjoy the day. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Who's on your kiss list? Your celebrity kiss list. Kiss. Mm-hmm. We were talking about kissing people yesterday in here. Who knows why? I have no idea. I probably wanted to kiss you. Look at those lips. Oh, I think <laughs> Why were we talking about kissing? I don't know. P.S. Nira's lips are real. A lot of people ask me two things about you. Uh-huh. The three things, actually. Okay, three. How to say your name. Nira. It's with an N. Yep. Um, is your hair real? 
Correct. Real. And do you get your lips done? And the answer is she, her not name yet. is Nira. Her hair is real and her lips are not touched. I'm not yet Nira. She's not yet Nira. Kate Hudson was just asked who her best celebrity kiss was. Ooh. Kate Hudson. She's kissed a lot of people in Hollywood. Uh-huh. Number one, Nira. <laughs> your boyfriend. My man. Matthew McConaughey. I'm Matthew McConaughey. And oh, yeah. Tonight I'll be reading a special sleep story called Wonder. Oh, Matthew, from a time to kill, he had my heart. Yeah, they were in that classic movie. How to lose a guy in 10 days. So, so good. good. So good. I know. Such a ridiculous but amazing, totally. awesome movie. Can't, I love it. Hilarious. She's great in it. Anyway, uh, she said Matthew McConaughey, best kisser that she's had experienced so far. Worst wow. kisser, Dane Cook, the uh, comedian. Yeah, Shocker. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. Matthew McConaughey, number one. Ooh. So? Okay. Obviously, Matthew McConaughey is, is he number one celebrity kiss? For me? Yeah. Well, he's my celebrity. He's always been, he's one of my celebrities since the time to kill. And you've cleared this with your husband. Yes. Go for it. He knows. He knows if there was ever, if there was ever access, actually, no, I don't know if my husband Gary wants to update his, but his used to be uh, Eva Mendez, Ryan Gosling's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was his celebrity. If he ever had access to her and she was interested, and if I ever had access to Matthew McConaughey and if yeah. there was interest, like those were, those and mine has not shifted. Mine is still to this day, mm. Matthew McConaughey. I have two. No, you can't do that because then I have two too. Okay. <laughs> You're allowed to have two. That's, I didn't ever say you can have one. I said, who's on your celebrity kiss list? Okay, also Ryan, uh, Ryan Reynolds. And, and you all and Ryan you, Gosling. Yeah, you just once said Ryan Gosling. Okay. Yes. So all Both the Ryans, the Ryans, and the, Matthew McConaughey. The two Canadian Ryans. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Okay, yours. Brad Pitt. Yes. Now, yours. then, Tristan, forever. Legends of the Fall. And uh, from Meet me, Joe me, Black. Meet Joe Black. God. Just okay. all of it. Except Benjamin Button. And, no. Hey. Everything else, yes. In the middle, it was really good. In the middle. Yeah. For 10 minutes, he was hot. <laughs> yes. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio's on no, my list, but I want to specify. It. I want to specify. I don't think so. Only Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio from the Titanic. No, you can't do that. That's it. No, you can't do that because that person isn't, that. that's not him anymore. It still has to be them today. No. Yes. Yes. Well, and why are you making up the rules? Because it's who you'd want to kiss right now. If today's Leonardo DiCaprio came in front of you, mm. we're not talking about Titanic from 25 years ago. Or That's what I want. 22 years, whatever it was. It's 25. You, yeah, 25 years ago. Yeah. You can't have that one. That's the and, one I want. No, because that would be like you also then. Great. No, it's not how it oh works. Oh my God, yes. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Baby Name Trends 2023. Some of the hottest things that people talk about when it's a brand new year. Of course. Told you all week long about all the different types of trends that were really hot for 2023. different categories. Instead of minimalist, it was a maximalist type name. I liked blue-green names. Blue-green names was another trend. Turquoise. Old school names. Gilded names, which were like things that are lined with gold. Grandpa names. For girls. Yeah. Grandpa names for girls. Neo-cowboy baby names was a big one. (laughs) Okay. Names that have X's in them. Also 
a big one. Adjective baby names. Those were all the big trends. And then within each trend, there was lots of names. But now, for Friday, I've got the actual list of just the top baby names. Olivia. Olivia has no longer made the top ten. How about Oliver? Oliver, also no longer in the top ten. And No, it's interesting because those were in the top ten. Olivia actually was number one for quite a few years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Move over, Olivia. As a name. <laughs> yeah. You can stay where you are, Olivia. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> but move over. Uh, the top name. I'll give you the top. You want the top three or you want the top four? Ooh, you want 50. Top, five? top 50. Let's go. <laughs> I'll give you top five, okay? Okay, fine. Number five for top name of 2023. Luca. Luca, L-U-C-A. I do love the name Luca. I love the movie. If you haven't seen Luca I on Disney Lu- Plus, Lu- the movie's great. I love the name. Always love the name Luca. Luca, it's Italian. I think so. I love it. Okay, Ezra is number four. Cool, Ezra, and number three, making a comeback, Jaden. Jaden, yes, it yeah. was very big. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Ginormous for the name Jaden. Isn't it an Indian name? No, but it's it's it seems like it is because a lot of Indian people name their kids Jaden okay. because J, Jai, J, Ajay are very big. Jaya are all very big Indian names. Jaiho. Uh But you add the den to it, you kind of made it like a cross-cultural you okay, know, name. Cool. So that's why okay, it was very popular. Jaden is back. Jaden is back. Now, this one I think is Eliana. Eliana is number two. Is it with an E? E? I? Oh, e. E. L. E. L. I. A. N. A. Eliana. Eliana. That's pretty. It's going to be very big for 2023. I know and a Liliana. Liliana? This is an Eliana. 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 Okay. And this is the number one name of 2023. Kai. 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 K-A-I? Yeah. Kai. Kai. Okay. Number one name of 2020. Should I say okay? Okay. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. What percent right are you? Because little miss over here, Nira. (laughs) Nira has done the math. Okay. Come on, man. Nira has done the math. She believes it. She is right. 77% of the time. That is correct. Mm Mm-hmm. 77%, 77%, but there's more. Mm-hmm. She's like, ah, actually, it's more. But I don't say that part. I don't. <laughs> I know, because someone who knows, who really knows, you know you don't want to act like a know-it-all, so you kind of pretend that you don't know, even though you know, so you say it in a way where you're like, oh, I thought it was, no, 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 no. And then you get proven right, and you're like, hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you say... You're right 77% of the time in an argument or fight or whatever. No, I just end up being right about 77% of the time. But what's the real number? In your mind. Okay, let's put it this way. Yesterday, what, what? when I said this to you, that in situations, like don't, like listen, I'm not talking like science, biology, NASA stuff here. I know I'm wrong. That is me being right. Does that make sense? Cool, cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is, I'm just talking about critical thinking in social behavior, when stuff is going down, information is being released. I'm not pretending that I know everything in the world. And I think that's what makes me so smart because I know I don't know it all. God. All right? Yeah. But yesterday, even when I said to you out loud, I'm usually right about 77% of the time. Do you remember what your answer was to me? I was like, that's low. Yeah. 
And she's like, I know. <laughs> so you yourself <laughs> know, and I should ask you, in situations, even here at work, yeah. how often am I correct? Correct. Hmm. I mean, it's higher than 77. I know. It's not 99. I know. And that's what makes me say it's me. That's what then makes I me. know when I'm young and you me. But it's so funny. In a situation, let's say, for example, yeah. I don't know, let's make it something very simple. A couple of years ago, maybe perhaps we went to a Christmas party for work or a holiday party for work. Yeah. And let's make it like a ridiculous statement. Like, no, I remember our boss was wearing, I don't know, a black dress. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, no, no. I'm pretty sure she was wearing teal. But I know. I know. I 110% know it was a black dress. Mm-hmm. I will never say it to you like that. I'll never be like, no, it's 110%. Like, oh, weird. Because I thought I had a picture. I'm pretty sure it looked black in the photo. Mm. So why do you change that? Because I don't want to come across like, oh, know it all. I don't want to come across aggressive with my information that I know is right. Why? Because I don't like that. If I was smart, I would be the most annoying know-it-all. If I knew anything, you would know. And I I don't want to be an annoying know-it-all. I don't want to be. So I really, and I'm not saying this is the right way because you should not feel... You should, no, not you should never feel, dumb yourself down. I don't dumb myself down. You just I, said you did. I change the way I present the information. Because then later on, if there is even that chance that I was incorrect, I don't want to look like I acted like a know-it-all now look. But you knew the information. You knew her dress was black. So why, why wouldn't you be like, it was a black dress? Even this happened to me recently. We did this like order for Christmas and uh, it was where you could order your Christmas dinner and stuff ahead mm-hmm. of time. Yeah. And a few of us girlfriends. Smart people Christmas, we call that. Smart people In Christmas. my family. And I knew the dinner says serve six to eight. Okay. And I knew because I remembered that because I knew how many people I was having. I'm like, yeah. they always kind of do over. We'll be fine. My girlfriend's like, no, it was five to six. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it was six to eight. She's like, Mm-mm, mine was five to seven. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. And I, I knew I was right. But I was like, oh, I didn't know they had different orders for different numbers like that. <laughs> okay. So I just said it like that. And then later on, I went back. I found the email. I screenshot. And I was like, this was my order. What was yours? Oh, boy. And she's like, oh, right. That was the order. And it was correct. Six you could have avoided all the drama if you'd just been like, I know I'm right. It's six to eight. Oh, my gosh. Who talks like that? I wish you did. I can't talk like that. It, I just, it, no. But I, if you know you're right, then just say you're right. Just say, I know I'm right. But I don't want to talk like that. I don't like talking like that because then I'm not Nira who's right quite often. I'm the know-it-all. I'd rather just be known as the mother of knowledge. Yeah, that's way <laughs> less intense than know-it-all. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. When do you tell the parents? This is all the drama that came up because of Emily in Paris. Can't. I can't stop. I finished season three. I binged it. It's done. I don't know. Wow. Uh, Season four, by the way, is coming. It's been renewed. The show is having season four. There is something they say that is so addictive about Emily in Paris. Is it her bangs? I made you watch it. She forced me to watch season one. And you watched it. I binged it. You binged it. It's so like, easy. Why, why do I love this and why am I craving croissants? I don't know. It happens. Now, when do you tell the parents? This is the question that has come up because of Emily in Paris. Not that big of a spoiler. Okay. But I do have to say this out loud. Emily starts seeing this dude named Alfie, who's also very hot. 
very talented, very smart guy. And she's upset because she finds out that after they made themselves official mm. within each other, like, you know, had the conversation, we're within monogamous. Each other. Within each other. Oh. You know, like, not Instagram officials, just they're official. Yeah. Why he hasn't told his parents. But they'd only been official for, like, a few weeks. But his parents didn't know about her yet. Because mm. she's like, oh, how was your trip with your mom? Or how was the visit when you went to go to your mom? And, oh, did you, like, you know, tell your mom about us? And, and he's like, oh, no. She doesn't really, um, yeah, they don't really know about us yet. Oh, boy. And she was very upset. So not even about Instagram official, social media official. When do you become parent official? Okay, and this has nothing to do with culture. Different cultures or anything like that? No, he was, like, she's from Chicago. She's American, white. Okay. Um, he is from the UK. Okay. He's English, black. Okay. No. Okay. I mean, yeah, if you're talking about culture and you're, if I'm, like, you know, I'm Indian. Like, say you and I started dating. I mean, it might take you a month to tell your family that you're dating a white girl. <laughs> Am I still with my husband, Gary? Like, wait. Yeah, there would be a lot to explain. Lots to explain with that situation. But yeah. yeah, growing up, this is what's very fascinating. My parents were immigrants yeah. uh, from India. I'm first generation Canadian. And I was allowed to have friends who were boys, but I wasn't allowed to date. Cute. Okay. But mm -hmm. I was allowed to have friends. Who were the opposite sex. She's doing a lot of winking right now, by the way. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it! Oh, wink, wink. But no, seriously, I, I don't... I mm. never would have told my parents that I was dating someone. Okay, so for Emily in Paris, who's mad that her new boyfriend, Alfie, hasn't told his family and they've been official for three weeks, how long were they unofficial first? Oh, it was kind of a, a bit complicated. Of course it was. So hence why he then said to her, like, no, like, when I tell my parents, like, it is real, real. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Real, real. Hmm. And he doesn't want to get hurt. So if he tells her, if he tells his parents about her, there's a lot more explaining to do. Is it bigger to tell your parents than it is to put it on social media? Like, which one do you think is bigger? Whoa. I don't know. Uh, uh, whenever I told my family about a, a guy that was in my life, um, I, I felt like there was a few of them. Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm dating a new guy. And they'd be like, oh, another one? Like, there was a couple of those comments where I was like, what? Okay. Like, so maybe I was telling them too frequently, like oh. too quickly. Okay. Not that anything would like, I'd be dating a guy for a couple weeks and I'd be like, oh, I'm dating this new guy. Right. And they'd be like, oh, is it, you know, Arnold? I'm like, no, 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 he's gone. New guy. And they're like, oh. And then I'd be like, a few weeks later, I'd be like, I'm dating a new guy. They're like, oh, is it whatever? I'm like, no, no, new guy. Oh, and they're dude. like, okay. Like they were like, it's hard to keep up. Like those kind of comments, which... I mean, it wasn't you insane. Were, if you were just casually dating someone, yeah, you told your you told your yeah. mom. I told my family. Yeah, really? Yeah, I'd be like, I'm dating. Well, a new sisters guy. are different. I get it because sisters will yeah. give you advice and yeah. sisters. But, but my mom, mom thinks but, she's the third sister. Okay, there's okay issues right there. Oh, so many okay. issues. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. What kind of accountability do you like? I've noticed a. Uh, an accountability trend online, and I want to know what you think about it, because this is the season. Tis the season. Resolutions. Mm. People are trying things. They're mm. they're going for it. Don't stop Lots of resolutions happening, and I've noticed this trend, mostly on Instagram, but I've seen it TikTok as well. It's like an accountability trend where you post your New Year's resolution and how you're doing. I guess hoping for. Some comments of support, some likes, some thumbs up. Mm -hmm. And I guess this is how people like to get some accountability. 
Mostly it's about like food right. or like workouts, like, hey, workout three of, of a thousand. Right. Or uh, like my friend is gone. I don't know what is going on with her. She has gone full extreme for 2023 and she is posting about it every single day. And it's like so much pressure. It's like for 2023, I'm living a detox free, clean life inside and out. Okay. So okay. she's quit everything. She's eating a lot of good stuff. Good for her. For sure. Good for her. But I, all I can think is, my God, the pressure. Like, what if you have a cheese slice? Like, it's all, it's done. Yeah, definitely uh, noticing a lot of that happens January, February, then it starts to die down, just like everything else, right? Mm -hmm. My concern is when you are looking for accountability towards just this social media world, I think you got some other things you need to first figure out. Okay. When you're looking for accountability within self, who is the most important in your life, think about it, that should be all you really need. Mm. You know, I've seen I've seen this like the whole accountability, even chat groups that start and the accountability pushing each other. This not I'm even I'm pretty lenient on those as well because you're kind of choosing who these people are. Mm -hmm. But when you're putting it on social media, you're putting it out for the world usually, right? Mm -hmm. What is it that you are looking for from the world that you're not able to just kind of figure out on your own? And there's a void. I, I I'm being honest. In my opinion, I think there's a void where you're looking for accountability through social media. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Yeah, and it's it's unfortunate because that's just kind of the world we are now becoming. We have become people who have voids, more of them, bigger versions of them, mm-hmm. all because of social media. Because we, we we want all these comments from people we don't even know that are making us feel better about our lives. Okay, but what if it works? What if it helps you quit smoking because you put it out there and you're yeah. like, hey, social media world of people I don't actually know, but I'm quote friends with. Yeah. You know, look at me. I'm on day ten, no smokes. Yeah. You're like, wow, dang, good okay. for you. Yeah, and then, but when the when you really need that person, though, when you really need that person, is that who you do go to? Like you talking about social media? Yeah. Mm. Is that who your people are? Is my concern because no, they might not even be who they are. They don't even know you or. And they, you may not even know them. But you do feel like you know, you have like social media friends, don't you? Not really. Not the way you do. I know you make friends through social media. I totally do. I know. I'm not really that person. I'll be honest. I, yeah. I, I get overwhelmed. There's too much. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that I can't, I, I barely have time for the connections that I want to make in person with people that I know. And even then those connections through text and phone calls with the people that are important to me yeah. that I know. And then going off into like, there's Snap DMs, there's Insta DMs, there's TikTok DMs, all these DMs and all the mm-hmm. emails. It's, it's overwhelming for me. I have a hard time finding connection that way. That's yeah, weird. How is it weird? I don't I, know. And I don't want my kids to necessarily be into that. I want them to have real Same. life social connections with people. Yeah, so do I. But like, here I am. It's weird. I, I know. I know you make lots of friends online. But it was just I, shocking to me because in person, you don't have that many. No, I don't have a lot of friends in real life. Uh-huh. And I am saying real life because I do know that Instagram is not real. Uh-huh. I know that TikTok is Unless not you're real. on the reels. The reels. The reels are Remember real? Remember I got invited last year? <laughs> to I got invited to a surprise party of a girl I've never met in yeah. person. Yeah. We are Instagram friends. Yes. And her husband reached out to me and was like, hey, want to come to her birthday? Mm-hmm. I almost went. I've never 
met her in real life, but I feel like I know her and she knows me. Yeah. And we are only Instagram friends. I mean, it is a thing. You're yeah. not the only one. Yeah. And yeah, it's. Hey, yeah. I'm not judging. I'm just saying I haven't mm-hmm. been there yet. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone that far with someone. You know what? I'll be your first friend on Instagram. <laughs> this is so sh- I'm mean, really good at it. I'm, so- I'm better on Instagram than in real life. That I do believe. <laughs> Holly and Mira.